Miss Bobby. Yo. Bobberoni. Mm-hmm. Bob Sorella Cheese Pizza. Ooh. How are you doing? I'm doing pretty good. We just had some pizza. Pretty good stuff. It's pretty appropriate that we just ate pizza. Yeah. Because we have a pizza-themed episode today. Nice. And guess what? Hmm. It's going to shock you. Okay. I'm glad you're sitting down. I am. I'm sitting. Because I'm ready. Because I have a meme for you to look at. All right. A meme. <laughs> All right. You threw me off with that last episode. We didn't have a meme. All right. We got a meme. All right. It's from The Office. We got a bunch of panels here. I don't watch The Office. What is this guy's name? Is it Michael? Michael Scott, yeah. Michael Scott and Pam? Yeah, Pam. Pam. Yeah. All right, we got Michael Scott and Pam. All right, Michael Scott is saying, Pizzagate is real. Pam says, no, it isn't. We have experts. Michael says, they've trafficked children. Pam says, but we have experts. Michael says, your expert just went to jail for child porn. And Pam has just got a look on her face. <laughs> All right, so... Pizzagate mm-hmm. sounds like a weird thing to be bringing up today. Yeah. Because it's a very old thing. Well, so is The Office. True. Yeah, but <laughs> the, uh, that's, the Office is used for meme formats all the time because a lot of the scenes, I guess, are very memorable for people. Mm-hmm. I've only seen a little bit of The Office, and what I've seen is funny, but yep. I just I haven't really gone through and watched the whole thing. I probably should give it a try. I don't know if you happen to see who shared that meme. Uh, no, I didn't pay any attention. I'm sorry. It was Elon Musk. Oh, okay. Sharing a pizza gut. Pizza gut. <laughs> a pizza gate meme. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have my work cut out for me today. Okay. But I don't have to explain to you what pizza gate is myself. Once again, making their second appearance is the Church of Satan. Oh, boy. So. Working out their meme muscles as not to get Logie, the Church of Satan posted this meme in response to some genius on Twitter. Mm. And, of course, it's in my least favorite meme format there is. And that is... The Willy Wonka thing? That's right. The the pretentious Willy Wonka meme. Why do we keep dragging Willy into this? I know, but this time, Mm. I'm on their side. So it's got the Willy Wonka... You know, leaning on his fist. Mm-hmm. And at the top, it says, Tell me again about all the elites raping children in secret satanic rituals that there's no evidence to support while ignoring all the Christians who have actually been arrested and churches that have paid to protect child rapists and their clergy. Mm. While I hate the meme format, they got a good point. Yeah. But in order to understand this point, we should get to what they are responding to. Now, the post they are responding to is from a person named Liz Crokin. You might hear me say Kronken a couple of times. I mean Crokin. My stupid fucking phone keeps autocorrecting it to Kronken, no matter how many times I write Crokin. It's C-R-O-K-I-N. There's no N in it, but my phone keeps wanting to add that, and it's driving me crazy. Mm, But this is the post from Liz Crokin. The satanic pedophile elites are not just raping trafficking, and torturing children, they also commit satanic ritual abuse on children. There's a ton of evidence that suggests the monsters 
involved in Pizzagate were using children for satanic rituals. Tony and John Podesta's art depict SRA, satanic ritualistic abuse. Marina Abramovic was conducting satanic spirit cooking. Jesus Christ, that's so weird. Spirit cooking? I have to reread this. Oh. <laughs> Marina Marina Abramovic was conducting satanic spirit cooking dinners that were rituals. Hillary Clinton has been engaging in witchcraft for years, and even Bill Clinton has participated in voodoo rituals in Haiti with Hillary. And I could go on and on. Please don't. So, clearly a, a very level head on this uh, Liz Crokin. Sure. And when she said says, I could go on and on, Mm-hmm. Typically, that's where you stop, but no, she just keeps going. <laughs> and I'm going to skip a good portion of this, but I'll, I'll get down to this uh, last part here. How many lives could Megan have saved if she had told the truth about Pizzagate in 2016 instead of running cover for the elites involved in crimes against children? So she thinks Megan Kelly is involved in this uh, cover-up okay. for this these satanic rituals that are taking place. So who is Liz Crokin? Let's listen to a clip of a podcast that is just great, entitled, <laughs> in all caps for some reason, Health Media Now, Liz Crokin, Secrets to Overcoming Serious Illness. Are you ready for this? Oh, I'm ready. Let's hear it. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> Well, hello, listeners. Thank you so much for joining us today, which is, by the way, January 14th, 2016. We have a, just a great guest today. Her name is Liz Crokin, and we're going to be talking about the secrets to overcoming serious illnesses, but more importantly, her book called Malice. And We'll, we'll discuss her motivation behind writing that book. Just to give you a little background, she's a seasoned journalist, and she covered Hollywood full-time pretty much for over a decade, until in October of 2012 when doctors diagnosed her with viral meningitis, a horribly serious um, condition. It, it swelled her brain. It... it you know, she ended up with some brain damage. She wasn't able to work or care for herself. It was basically a real nightmare. Um, and so we'll get more into what happened to her and why she has this really big goal of educating and helping others who struggle with illnesses in their lifetime. So let me bring her onto our show now. Welcome, Liz. Hi, Denise. Thank you so much for having me on. We're just delighted. Oh, I usually start oh, my show out. <laughs> I usually start my show up by asking my my guests how they got on the path that they're on today. But um, with you, we've pretty much answered that question. No, you didn't. So that is a podcast that I had to listen to. I mean, obviously, didn't have to. But if I'm going to learn things, well, find out stuff i don't want to i don't want to talk i don't want to say listening to that podcast teaches a goddamn thing if that was recorded in 2016 why does it sound like she recorded it in 2004 on a flip phone while jogging drunk <laughs> like it, it's awful like it, I just, <laughs> it anyway the whole thing is terrible yeah 
So uh, Liz Crockin, she was a Hollywood reporter, and she had traveled to the West Coast from a wealthy Chicago, Illinois suburb. She reported on Hollywood for more than 10 years. Unfortunately, this career was essentially ended when she came down with a case of meningitis, which she claims damaged her brain to the point that made her unable to work. Also, according to her, she fell in love with an older divorced man who had kids and, quote, got serious very fast. So she gets together with this uh, divorced older man who has kids and they talk about moving in together. They talk about getting married. So pretty serious stuff. About six months into their relationship, Crokin started noticing some vaginal symptoms, and she initially thought it was an, a UTI. But it turned out, according to Crokin, that her boyfriend had knowingly infected her with herpes. Yeah. On October 8th, 2012, she came down with a case of meningitis, which she claims was caused by the herpes, which is pretty likely to be true, because herpes can lead to meningitis. She also claimed that the swelling in her brain caused uh, brain damage that left her unable to keep a job or even take care of herself. But don't worry, her brain healed itself. Oh, cool. Yeah. Now, if her claims about her capabilities during that time are true, for example, the damage to her brain being so severe that she was unable to read or write or at least significantly reduced in her ability to do so, and also being confused by simple things such as where to put the salt and pepper away in the kitchen, then her recovery is significant. She now walks and talks and does interviews and says these kind of things. Now, Wayne Wilson, let's get back to him for a second. This man, I started doing some research on him. Guess what? He's involved with the charity in Haiti. Wow. Any celebrity that is involved with work in Haiti... You better believe they're involved in child sex trafficking, okay? So the guy <laughs> who openly talks about cannibalism, eating babies, and raping babies, who just happens to be involved in a charity that helps, allegedly helps kids in Haiti, okay? Now, Rain, ironically, not ironically, guess what? His house was one of the houses that was burned down the other day. But a lot of people who are up to their eyeballs in child sex trafficking have had their homes burned down. Burning evidence much? I don't think it's a coincidence, Chris. So, according to Crokin, the uh, California wildfires that happened about five years ago, I think, which they've happened every year yeah, since I was but say they happen all but, the time uh, i think she's referring to the ones that happened about five years ago like kind of shortly after the earthquake in haiti she believes that those fires were set on purpose to burn evidence of people's involvement in child sex trafficking in haiti sure makes sense it's a bit of a stretch <laughs> i mean <laughs> yeah. to say the least that was a bit of a stretch like I, it could work though it could work <laughs> Yeah. yeah, sure. I got evidence of awful things in my house. Let's burn it down. There's a, there's a fire somewhere. <laughs> it's got to be connected, right? Well, you know, an ember from California flew over to. Yeah, Haiti. I kind of, I kind of <laughs> live in the woods. Like, you yeah, know, sure. just, there's started. trees everywhere, man. Yeah. <laughs> so Krogan obviously loves conspiracy theories. Mm -hmm. There seems to be nothing too absurd or too bullshit smelling for her to just dive face first right into. Mm. So, of course, Pizzagate is going to be one of her favorite things. So, 
let's clarify some details on Pizzagate. It all seems to have began when WikiLeaks released some emails from John Podesta, who was Hillary Clinton's campaign manager. Mm -hmm. This happened about a month before the 2016 election. Of course, it didn't take long for Redditors and 4chan users to scour the emails looking for dirt on the campaign. Sure. Now, Bobby, hmm. you may not be prepared for what they found, okay? All right. I don't mean to scare you. Okay. I just mean to warn you. I can take it. Now, menacingly, <laughs> menacingly, Bobby, the emails mentioned pizza. Pizza? So one 4chan user... <laughs> used yeah. his big brain mm -hmm. to make a connection. Sure. Pizza, cheese pizza. Mm -hmm. Cheese pizza's initials are CP. Oh. And CP stands for child porn. Oh, sure, yeah. yeah Bam, yeah. got him. The Dems are raping children. <laughs> Not just that. John Podesta had communicated with James Elefantis, the owner of, guess what he owned? Chuck E. Cheese. He owned a... Close. He <laughs> owned a pizza place. Okay. That's right. He owned a pizza place. Huh. A pizza place, Bobby. Oh, gosh. This is damning evidence. Hmm. I don't know anybody who's ever eaten pizza who's not involved in... Wait, we just mentioned eating pizza. I'm not going to say that. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> James Oliphantus is the owner of a place called Comet Ping Pong. And oh, it's that a... sounds like a fun place. Yeah, it's a pizzeria... I, it sounds awesome. Yeah. I kind of want to check it out. Yeah. But you may not want to check it out no. after I tell you what 4chan users have figured out. You know, those, those 4chan users, they're never wrong. That's right. Mm. All they do is, you know, they release the truth. Now, sounds like a cool place. I mean, Comet Ping Pong, you know, like Ping Pong Space Pizza. What could go wrong? These sleuths, these these analysts... These geniuses have figured out that this is the place where satanic, cannibal, child-raping activities take place. They have they they've even exposed that Comet Ping Pong has kill rooms. Kill rooms, Bobby. Wow. Kill rooms. Rooms where they kill. Okay. And Hillary Clinton and other Democrats have taken part in it. Sure. And it all takes place in the basement of that building. And in fact... Someone got pictures of a secret basement kill room. And I want to show you. Yes, please. That I want to like show you the, I want I want to show you the picture. <laughs> oh, yeah. There's no doubt at all. That couldn't be anything but a kill room, right? Wait. Are there any drains in the floor? That's not a, that's not a good kill room. There's no drains in the floor. <laughs> it's literally an empty basement floor. Yeah. <laughs> Like it's 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 an empty basement room. There's could, nothing there. Could be used there. for anything. There's abs <laughs> there's absolutely nothing there. Now, so far, mm -hmm. this theory sounds very plausible. Sure. I know. It's very convincing. Mm -hmm. And why would they have a room like this in their basement if they weren't killing people in there? And there have been reports of sex rooms. And, oh, there's one small problem. Hmm. Comet Ping Pong doesn't have a basement. <laughs> <laughs> Well, there's a big flaw right there, yeah. Mm. <laughs> Wait, they don't have a basement, or they say they don't have a basement? Reporters have gone in, and they've shown them around the place, 
and there is no basement. It's it like, could just be really cleverly hidden. Did they check under the the carpets and stuff? I mean, see, like here's be a trap the, this door. is this is the issue with An conspiracy. outside cellar. This is the issue with conspiracy theories uh-huh. like this. You <laughs> cannot prove a negative, right? But no, there's no basement there. Mm-hmm. Like the building was not built with one. Mm-hmm. The built there's no basement. It doesn't exist. Now, some of these uh, conspiracy theorists will argue that, oh, no, they dug one in there. Um, they've also been dil- dug- digging uh, child trafficking tunnels under there. Oh, sure, yeah. <laughs> anyway, it, the, the, it goes on. And the fact, that, the fact that Elon Musk is now spreading this nonsense oh, on a platform he now owns mm-hmm. is a sign that he is drifting further and further into this realm of far-right approval, which is making him look, in my opinion, like he's losing a touch with reality. Mm-hmm. Some people might try to say, oh, it's troll bait. Well, I don't care. You shouldn't even pretend to believe in this kind of thing and lend credence to these conspiracy theorists. There have been shootings, assaults. Uh, Comet Ping Pong was the target of arson. Luckily, nobody died. No, that's good. But I have some good news regarding Elon Musk. Mm-hmm. On this past January 30th, year of our Lord, 2024, Elon Musk had a major loss. This is from the San Francisco Chronicle. Mm -hmm. And what is considered to be one of the biggest losses in U.S. history, a Delaware judge on Tuesday, January 30th, ruled that Musk, owner of the San Francisco social media platform X, formerly known as Twitter, is not entitled to to the significant package awarded to him more than five years ago by Tesla's board of directors. The plaintiff in the case was Richard Tornetta, the former drummer of the Philadelphia thrash band Dawn of Correction. Attorneys representing Tornetta Tornetta claim that Musk unilaterally dictated the compensation terms and influenced the negotiations. They also argue that shareholder approval was based on a proxy statement with incomplete and misleading information. Now, Tornetta just owns nine shares in Tesla, but he had a strong case as to how the shareholders and the transparency in the company were completely disregarded. I just thought that was a fun side note because I just <laughs> read that I just read the article this morning and I thought that was hilarious. So, Bobby, how do you feel about the PizzaGate conspiracy? Sounds delicious. Let's have pizza. Yeah, it makes me, I kind of, you know, if I, if it weren't for this conspiracy, I would have not have heard of Comet Ping Pong. Yeah. And I would love to eat pizza at a place called Comet Ping Pong. It (laughs) sounds like fun. It sounds fucking cool. It kind of reminds me of that place in Toy Story, was it? Uh, No, Planet Pizza? Pizza Planet. Pizza Planet, Planet, yeah. Has it? Yeah. (laughs) Uh, I always wanted to start a uh, pizza place called Pizza Overlord. (laughs) <laughs> but yeah. then I think I think I was reading. Um, it turned out to already be a thing in a cartoon, you know. Really, um, doesn't sound familiar. Which cartoon? Do you remember? Pizza Overlord. Yeah, yeah. Because um, it was. I think maybe it was, it was like, in uh, Johnny the Homicidal Maniac. I can't remember. Sure, it wasn't Biker Mice from Mars. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I love watching those old cartoons. That was a great show. I don't remember. Uh, I, I don't know. It, it doesn't sound familiar, but I believe you absolutely. Yeah, but uh, how do you feel about the how, about PizzaGate? Huh? Huh? Eh, I don't know. 
how cool is it that Elon Musk, extremely uh, influential individual, mm. is spreading this stuff? I don't know. Cool and Elon Musk don't go together in my book. Mm, yeah, you're right. <laughs> he kind of started, like, when I first started seeing things from Elon Musk. Ooh, I, ooh. Except for the flamethrower thing. <laughs> that was cool. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> I like, that's, that. that's the thing. It's like, uh, for a long time, like, I wanted to like him. Yeah. But then he just kept doing he's, stupid shit. It's he's like. He's got potential. He really does. He could he could yeah. have been so cool. Yeah. But um, he found approval in these stupid troll wings. Mm-hmm. And then he became complacent with more and more nonsense. And mm-hmm. now he's like eating it up. And he's clearly high all the time. <laughs> and, and not just high, but like not focused. You yeah. know, like I, I saw. I. I'm going to play a clip from an interview with Elon Musk. Okay. And I want to know what your impression is. Elon Musk had been sharing some far-right propaganda, had even seemingly towed the line with some anti-Semitic stuff, and, you know, shared, like, he had shared, he shared the Pizzagate thing, too. Mm -hmm. Uh, But this was a couple months ago, and... This is him being asked about his reaction to so many companies pulling their advertising from his platform. So he seems really unfocused there. A little bit, yeah. Uh, he seems really odd, like in my opinion. I just, it's difficult for me to, it's it's difficult for me to imagine that he is in a good state of mind. Yeah. And what I find kind of funny is that he's clearly trying to get like a, a, a reaction out of the audience, like support from the audience. Mm-hmm. And for his first couple of comments, there's almost dead silence. Yeah. And then he gets a little bit of a laugh when he says, go fuck yourself. And so then he has to say it again, as if he's a little kid who told a joke that got attention, you know? Mm -hmm. And that's not adult behavior. Yeah. It's really odd, and it's awkward, and a a bit unhinged. And because of his behavior, he has been, once again... Once again, there have been concerns about his state and his capability of continuing to run some of the companies that he runs. Yeah. Because there is going to be a board of directors on companies that big. And somebody had voiced maybe like a veiled concern about his drug use. And he re- his response was, well, whatever I'm doing, I must, I should probably keep doing it, huh? Because he's so <laughs> proud of himself. And the thing is, he has invented very little on his own. Yeah, but there are concerns that he is probably a little too drugged up to continue running such large companies. Yeah, and something that is kind of scary that I didn't realize until looking more into Elon Musk was that half of the satellites in the sky, half, 
are ones that he put up there. That's disturbing. Isn't it? Yeah. That is, that's villain. Let's, that's like, that's super villain level of control. Right. In the world. I, I don't know much about Elon Musk. How did this guy get so stinking rich? Like, what did he do? Did he do anything? Did he inherit this money? Like, what happened? So, Elon Musk, uh, way early back in the day, he, uh, like, back in the 90s, I want to say, he, with another person, invented a company that you might find familiar. Mm -hmm. He and somebody else came up with an electronic payment firm called PayPal. Ah, okay. Yeah. And he bought Tesla. You would think he invented Tesla with how, like, much his name is locked to it. Right. But he bought it. Okay. And that was in the early 2000s. Okay. So the way that he got rich was that eBay bought uh, PayPal in 2002 for $1.5 billion, nice. which in the early 2000s, that's an extra a lot of money. <laughs> that's an insane um, purchase. Even today, anything billion yeah, is it, a yeah, lot of money. <laughs> even today, that's a lot of money. But that is a lot, a lot of money. you yeah. know. And so he had excess riches to spend on all sorts of things. No, oh, yeah, like flamethrowers and Tesla. And, yeah. yeah, and rocket launchers, too, actually. Um, <laughs> oh, rocket launchers. I don't yeah. think I heard about that. Wait, but you mean like rocket launchers, like the grenade things that explode, or you mean like like SpaceX rockets and like shoot them? I mean rockets to shoot into space. Oh, yeah. Okay, Which are that. technically rocket launchers. Yeah, well, yeah. I think yeah. Uh, I don't think we call them <laughs> rocket launchers here, but I, I know in other parts of the world, like in, in Europe, you'll hear people say rocket launcher, which means to... Oh, it um, makes sense. That's exactly but, what he's doing. He's shooting a rocket. Yeah. And, and with his with his founding of SpaceX, uh, he... Mm -hmm. Like a couple of goals that I think was good with SpaceX was to reduce the cost of how much a rocket launcher costs. You know, mm -hmm. like the, the thing that actually sends the rocket into space. Well, I mean, he's the guy that's figured out how to bring them back, right? Like they, they re yeah, the launch then, pad. Yeah, and then reuse, can reuse them. Yeah, then yeah. reusability was, was another goal of, of that company. Yeah. So, now, did he actually figure that out or he just hired the people who did? He hired the people who okay. did. Okay, yeah. I was going to say, he doesn't um, seem like the kind of guy who could pull that off. <laughs> no, which, you know... He was not he, he was not exactly the most clear headed person even back then, but he yeah. certainly was more grounded intellectually than he is now. Okay. You know? Yeah. He's not, he wasn't sharing conspiracy theories or anything like that. But he did get a bunch of people to invest in a company and then decided at one point that they can't do the thing that they promised the, that they were going to do mm -hmm. and just pulled out. Mm -hmm. And so all these investors were out all their money. That sucks. Yeah. And a lot of them were expressing concern that they had been ripped off. And Elon Musk himself in an interview is heard saying, yeah, yeah, I could see how it, it sounds like you got ripped off. Because <laughs> you literally did. Because you literally off. ripped these people off. <laughs> But yeah, it's and and now this guy has purchased Twitter and you know changed the name to X and sure. has turned it into a flood of right wing trolls. Now, how that affects the worth of Twitter, hmm. that is another thing entirely. So in a year uh, after Musk purchased Twitter, the value of Twitter dropped from forty four billion dollars down to. How much do you think it was worth in May of 2023? 87 million. I'm going to read from 
The Guardian. Okay. Fidelity, an asset manager that held stake in Twitter, worth about $20 million oh. after oh. Musk acquired the business <laughs> for $44 billion. <laughs> Wow. Said in a corporate filing that its stake was now worth just under $6.6 million. That puts the entire company... They dropped from... Like, that puts the entire company... <laughs> That's practically nothing. It's... <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, six six million is still a decent amount of money, but compared to forty four billion. <laughs> well, thing. Well, the thing is, though, that that was one stakeholder. Uh-huh. Uh huh. But when X come, you know, came out, they they, it's X now, guys. I, as sure. much as we hate it, it's, it's fucking stupid X. Uh, according to the New York Times, X says it's worth nineteen billion, which is still a lot down from forty four billion last year. Like that is within a year. Yeah. It dropped from forty four billion to probably at best nineteen billion. Yeah. And it is still going down. Plus uh, plus it's X saying the nineteen billion. Yeah. So of course and, they're gonna try to make it look better. Yeah, know. and and uh Fortune magazine put that it's basically sixty six percent under what it was originally worth. That's a hell of a loss. That's a huge drop. Like that yeah. is that's Wow. Or it's because he he didn't handle the situation well, you mm. know? And I think he was planning on, because, like, he, at some point he had some lucidity and tried to back out of the deal. Yeah. Problem was, he already promised the deal for the $44 billion purchase. Yeah. And he tried to claim that the company had more bots than what they originally said were on the site. Turned out he could not prove that and couldn't provide evidence for that. And even if he could, that was not a stipulation. Like they, they had said there are bots on this site and we have programs to get rid of them, but they still do find their way through. And he tried to say, though, that they misled him and how many bots. Ever since he has taken over, the number of bots has increased crazily. <laughs> I think, honestly, I think I get like... I get an insane, like, percent. I wish I could, I should go through and come up with, like, percentage-wise, but a much larger percentage of interactions on my Twitter mm -hmm. are bots, and clearly bots, like, ones that would have normally been fished out. But when Elon Musk took over the company, he laid off a huge portion of the staff to try to, like, make it streamlined, save money, but... Those were the people keeping Twitter usable, you know? Right. When you have a social media platform, it sounds simple because if you just think about the program itself. But when you think about how many people are interacting with this program and how many people get to have a direct effect on the communities involved, that's going to make it complicated. And so you might want to be careful about laying off half the fucking staff, you know? Anyway, Elon Musk is sharing Pizzagate memes, which in my opinion means he's lost his fucking mind. And he, I mean, he seems to have a long time ago, but to, this is a threshold that I didn't specifically expect him to cross. Right. But anyway, any further thoughts? 
He should have laid off more of those bots than he did the big ones. <laughs> well, the bots don't work for Twitter. Yeah. They just pretend to be people and then they get on Twitter. <laughs> Thank you all so much for listening. Goodbye, everybody. Bye.